got perspective, we got the cool, we got the muscle, and you know we have and rule. We are the key grills, we are the key grills, alright. We got the know-how, we got control, we got the knowledge, and we tell you how it rolls. We are the key grills, we are the key grills, alright. We are the key grills, we are the key grills, tonight. Hello and welcome to episode 253 of Geek Grills. The Geek Grills podcast is supported primarily by our patrons. Please go today. We could really use your help keeping this going at patreon.com slash grills. Today I'm joined by my host, Linda. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) And Ray couldn't join us tonight. She's got a bit of a family emergency. We hope she gets through it and we'll see her next week. Today we do have a special guest, Andy O'Neill, who just happens to be a system administrator uh, at NASA, who's worked on the Artemis Project. Hello, how are you? Doing good. <laughs> so what what have you been up to uh, like this past week? How about you start, Linda? Um, well, we finally put up our Christmas decorations. I don't usually do it so late, but things and stuff and work has made me want to pull my hair out for the past couple of weeks but we got all the decorations up um and um we got lights outside too like we've got some candy cane lights that we put on our front steps and just to like illustrate like how mush my brain is when i get home from work nowadays i pulled up and I've been going through, you know how if, if you're driving, sometimes your brain will just be like, oh, there's, you know, that, or oh, there's this. So I was kind of doing that with Christmas lights. I was like, oh, they have a de- they have a light-up deer, oh, they've got, like, a blow-up snowman. And I pulled up to <laughs> my house, and I was like, and we have Christmas sticks. <laughs> candy canes, Linda. They're called candy canes. <laughs> <laughs> that, and my brain did the, the fish sticks with it, so you had yeah. Christmas dicks. And, uh, that's, <laughs> that's a whole nother yeah. display. <laughs> anyway, so, bleh. Um, but we've gotten, or I've gotten, specifically, I've gotten all the gifts wrapped that, um, need to be wrapped. Um, I finished my, my current, half of my current commission, um, which I showed off last week, but now Stitch has eyes, so, for the folks that are joining us. <laughs> that can actually see. He has eyeballs now. Um, so now I'm making his girlfriend. Because if you haven't seen the TV series, he's got a girlfriend in the TV series named Angel. And she's very very pink. Um, so that's what I'm working on now. Um, I had a cookie baking day with my mom. We do that every year. Uh, we made a five or six different types of cookies. She packed them in a big tub for me and half of them. And I brought them home. Um, we also went to the nail salon. So I've got festive red nails, um, <laughs> which I immediately messed up like my thumbnail. <laughs> like after she, the lady was done. And then I like tried to put my sock back on. Cause I also got a pedicure and uh, like it, like just half of the. If, if you're wondering, it <laughs> takes a while for a nail polish to cure. <laughs> so like half of the nail polish just like slid up my nail, 
And I like, I literally had to call her oh. back over and like offer my hand like a guilty two-year-old. Like, <laughs> yep. please fix. <laughs> I have done this. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I usually give good tips anyway for nail salon folks, but I gave her a, a very nice tip because I felt bad. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry I'm a doof. So that's basically what I've been up to. I've gone ahead and just started getting the um, gel stuff because yeah. I will screw it up every single time and it lasts so much longer and I only go about once every, I don't know, six weeks when it's intolerably grown out. <laughs> <laughs> so what have you been up to this week, Andy? Well, let's see, mostly just work. Um, I've been, we've had a lot of meetings Um, I did not decorate for Christmas because I'm actually going to be going to my mom's house, uh, that weekend. So I figured, you know, I don't need this Christmas decorations. I don't have a lot of Christmas decorations here anyway. So I was like, I'm not going to put them up. You know, I'm just going to wait and go to mom's house and, um, look at the decorations there and stuff. And, um. I wrapped some gifts. I wrapped a lot of gifts. I kind of went a little overboard this year on Christmas gifts. And uh, I'm kind of regretting that now because of all the wrapping that I have to do. (laughs) Throw it in a bag. (laughs) You know, I did that with a lot of gifts. I was like, I'm just going to get a gift bag because this is easier than, you know, than wrapping all these presents. And um, I don't know, I've had kind of a slow week. I've been doing a lot of reading. And uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's been it's been kind of a slow week. That's good, though. I mean, <laughs> better than being completely stressed out and hectic. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, I agree. It's been nice that it's been kind of slow. I think this week is going to be a little bit more hectic. And, you know, as you know... Um, I'm, um, I was on the team for the Artemis One launch and it's been, you know, up until the 16th of November, it was really hectic. So it's kind of nice being on the other side of that and, um, you know, things being a little bit slower right now. Yep. For the time being. So what did I do? Uh, we, I got our tree. Yay. Yay. (laughs) We always get it so late that I was like a little worried. Uh, I think last year I went and they, they didn't have trees anymore. Uh, but because we decorate on the solstice, uh, it, it's a little more challenging sometimes. But I did get a tree, and uh, today, tonight I did my first cookie exchange. It's weird with, I cook constantly and stuff, and I sell pies at Christmas, and I've never done a cookie exchange. Um, so that was nice, uh, except then I got whammed. Right, I got up. I Aww. told my husband, here are the containers to get the cookies. You can handle that. I got to go do my show. And he's like, damn it. Plug your ears. So, <laughs> boo. <laughs> so, tonight we're broadcasting from Wemhella. Um, <laughs> when I showed up, my friends Tanya and Eric met me there. They were also doing this cookie exchange. And they were so excited. They started texting me, like, Saturday night when I was out at um, a club thing at Digital Noir, they're like, we got you the perfect present. Oh my God, I'm so excited. I can't wait to see you. And um, so 
got there today to the cookie exchange and they had this Amazon box and they're like, Eric's like, don't open this yet. It's for you. And he leaves to go across the street and order food. So I'm waiting around and waiting around and then finally like, and Tanya's like, here, here, here. I was like, Eric told me to wait. <laughs> and then I open it and I'm sitting there and I just kind of froze. And Tanya's like, shit. You have it, don't you? I'm like, I'm, I'm pretty sure maybe my memory. Uh. Eric's like, we'll look through it. I'm like, uh. and you know what, Linda? It's the Heroes Feast D&D cookbook. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> like Linda came up for our run fest last year, and she's like, oh, I want that cookbook. And then I wanted that cookbook, and I put it on my list. And I was trying to verify, and Rob was at home taking a nap, and I wasn't positive because i was like maybe i'm misremembering because i know i bought it i gave it to somebody but do i still have it and so i went to my amazon like orders and i searched for and there were two so i'm like uh well one order had the drunken botanist in it which i know is on my coffee table because it's my to-do list to try something from there and then it's like what the hell i was like but and I'm looking through. I'm like, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I've got this one. <laughs> hey, you know, it's a good one. I've done a couple of recipes from it by now. And- well, yeah, and I remembered <laughs> comparing. I was like, all right, I know how to check for sure because this isn't all nerdy enough already. I went to the index and I looked up Otik spice potatoes mm-hmm. because I remember looking at it and realizing, and they, I'm like, they've changed it. I mean, I changed the recipe when I started it, making it like 30 years ago or whatever. Um, but I had the recipe, I had the recipe from leaves from the end of the last home, which was a supplement to Crin back in the day. And they changed it in kind of the same ways that I've changed it over the years. <laughs> so I looked up in the index and I went and I was like, yeah, I definitely have this book. <laughs> so, <laughs> and then Rob woke up and he's like, oh yeah, there's two orders because they screwed up and they delivered it to the wrong address. So then they sent us a second one. And you remember giving it to somebody because you gave Bruce the extra copy of that. And we gave John and Kristen the extra drunken botanist because they reset us the order. <laughs> like, so poor Tanya and Eric, except we just dragged Tanya and Eric into playing D&D with us at the local game shop that opened. Mm-hmm. So Eric's just going to keep it. And now he wants to do a theme dinner night. And Aww. yeah, so. That's cute. Well, that sounds like fun. Yeah. I was like, it was the perfect gift. It was too perfect. Because I already <laughs> have it. <laughs> but Eric's like, well, at least we know you well. So good friends. I have so many. Yeah. Themed, I have so many themed cookbooks now. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. And and I set myself a goal because I realized that from my Tadpool Santa last year, I got the Avatar cookbook and I still mm-hmm. haven't made anything from it. And I'm like, that's not okay. I have to do that soon or I have to like re-gift the book. You know, it's one of those like, yeah, I don't like to have things I can't use. Oh, and one more thing. I know I've had a lot this week, but <laughs> I did get my gift from my Tadpool Santa today. Hey. And I am so sorry I don't have it here, but boy, he nailed it. Shoujo AIE, if you are listening, thank you. He sent me a labyrinth, a Jareth figure. Cool. Oh, it's beautiful. It's like, oh. And it's got a little goblin and everything. And I'm like, 
I don't know what I filled out on the form, or he just spends <laughs> enough time in the same chats, but nails it. Funko <laughs> Pop, and that's the only one that I have is Jareth. Oh, <laughs> love it! I, I'm a huge Bowie fan. Like I have a Bowie tattoo. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. You are a huge Bowie fan. Yeah, well, it's a black star, so it was like very apt right after he passed. And then between making the appointment and getting it, I made the appointment to get the black star tattoo because I was one of the few people that I knew anyway that realized I'm always pointing out to people like you know it says Bowie right the way those stars are all broken up. Um, and then before I actually got in for the appointment, Prince passed, so it has a little purple outline. Is the rest of that story? So Andy, um, thank you so much for coming on the show today. I'm really, we've been planning this for a long time because we started looking for topics. I don't know. It, it, was it September or October? It's like, I think it was well, October. Artemis is really important yeah. and that's coming up. And then it got delayed and delayed. But I was just like, I know delayed somebody at NASA. <laughs> Maybe we can get her. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad to be here. Um, this is exciting. I have never done a podcast before, so. Oh, well, Geek Grills was something we started uh, some while back where it was, we felt women were underrepresented in podcasting and in live oh. streaming. Um, in live streaming, there's a lot of like booby streamers, you know, <laughs> we call them. Yeah. And it's all about that. And uh, we're geeky women with, you know, nerdy hobbies and we decided to start a show so we're kind of all about promoting women in stem and and uh just you know in general <laughs> women it's in history sometimes we do awesome. yeah it's been three four years that you've been on yeah i think three yeah yeah so it was a, it was a while back um what i'm saying is that you know representation has gotten better but when we started <laughs> Yeah. Like, I remember we did a show at one point, like, how we felt like we had come really far. And then Me Too happened, and we're like, okay, well, not far enough. <laughs> yeah. But, um, so, I met you. I put out um, a kind of an open, you know, you could find, you can, if you like NASA, you can friend me on Facebook, and... Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, and... Um, I could, you could see all of the posts that I make about, you know, working at Kennedy Space Center and stuff like that. And that's how I thought we met. Well, and I love your enthusiasm. Group. You were so passionate about like wanting to share your, your kind of point of your bird's eye view of this, you know, everything going on over there. Yes. I mean, it's so important, you know, I mean, especially for, you know, young people, I think, to be able to see what, you know, it's really like out there and how wonderful it could be. And, you know, I mean, get a, you know, see the pictures that I post and of the, you know, the mobile launcher and the rocket and the crawler and the BAB and <laughs> <laughs> all that stuff. So what did you do before I you started um, I was a DOD contractor. And um, I worked on DOD contracts all around the world. I was in Iraq twice. Um, I was in Italy, Africa, Djibouti, Africa. Um, I was in Kuwait and Qatar. I've been all over the place. 
doing DOD contracts. And um, that's what I did before. Um, I've always been a sysadmin or a help desk administrator. Um, but I just did that, you know, in various places. That's awesome. So what led you to NASA? Um, I moved to Florida to be closer to my family. And I got a call one day from a company and they were, they were like, we are hiring for people out at Kennedy Space Center. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's wonderful. You know, normally I have a lot of composure, but during the interview (laughs) with them, I was really excited and I showed it. And so she was so, she contacted the hiring manager and was like, you have to interview this. They were done interviewing everybody. And they were like, you have to interview this person, you know? And so um, they interviewed me and they hired me like, um the next day like pretty much on the spot like it was really exciting yeah like your enthusiasm paying off like that is fantastic yeah I was really worried that it wasn't going to because during the interview you know I was just so enthusiastic and I was afraid that they were gonna be like okay you are a little too excited (laughs) (laughs) that's what they wanted they want you to I be this. They want you to be the space sphere from uh, from Portal. You know the the one that screams space all the time. Oh it yeah. comes across the screen. <laughs> space. They want that. Hopefully, hopefully they like what they've gotten five years later. And they. <laughs> so what? What? Um, how? How stressful, I mean, you, you mentioned in pre-show that it was stressful leading up and, and you know, and you're having a relaxing week finally. The delays that the Artemis Project had, and, like, you know it's necessary, you know? and yeah. But with the anticipation level you had, I can always see your excitement when you're posting about it and, like, here we go, here we go, and then the letdown. Like, I, I imagine <laughs> it to be, like, when you're in a show, you know, or something, <laughs> And then it's over and it's like, oh no, like you have to keep, regain your enthusiasm. Is, is that challenging sometimes? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, everybody has, everybody out there, you know, who was working has just as much enthusiasm about the launches as I do, you know, um, and especially this one because it was a history making launch, you know, uh, SLS Artemis was, um, the most powerful rocket ever built. And it's, um, you know, and Orion went farther in space than any, um, space vehicle has ever, um, gone. Um, at least, well, don't, quote me on that but i'm pretty mm-hmm. sure that that's you know well my understanding there's a, a specific like artemis is super important because this is the path to us actually going back to the moon and as yeah. of what four days ago it was like 50 years exactly since humans had gone and artemis is part of that process yeah yes so, um, you know, Artemis three. I mean, Artemis two. They're going to have uh, astronauts 
um, you know, go back to the moon and, you know, circle around the moon and stuff like that, like Artemis one did. And then Artemis three, you know, they're going to, their plan is to land on the moon. At least that's the last I heard. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's not your, not your job. Do you have any idea? I mean, I imagine you guys talk about a lot about stuff like how they named this particular program. Yeah, they named it because Apollo, it's the sister of Apollo. Oh, that makes the sense. Apollo, the Apollo missions went, yeah, that makes, yep. <laughs> yeah, they named because, it. I mean, Artemis is also Apollo. specifically associated with the moon. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, cool, because like getting to to be named after, you know. A goddess is you know, <laughs> excites my little yeah, nerdy it heart. Yeah, really it was really exciting for me too. So, what was your favorite part? Like, launch day finally happened. Other than, oh my god, launch day finally happened. Um. <laughs> oh, my favorite part was seeing that rocket grow go up. I mean, it just it was amazing, you know. And I mean, actually, I'd say my favorite part was listening to the because um, I was listening to the. Um, Commentary. I, my launch shift was 12 hours be- prior to the rocket actually taking off. Like the sysadmins had to rotate, um, mm-hmm. and another sysadmin was there when the rocket actually took off. So I was just listening to the commentary and watching the rocket go up, which, I mean, was better really than being there sitting on console because, you know, I wanted to see the rocket go. Yeah, that sounds <laughs> like a good reward. Like you could actually just sit back and immerse yourself and enjoy the liftoff without the, you know, having to also do your job at the same time. Without the stress. Yeah. And it was just, (laughs) I mean, it was just so exciting. It was so exhilarating. Everybody was so excited. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, people were clapping and cheering and, you know, I mean, people were crying. There was people crying. It was a big deal, you know, out there. Oh, I bet. So. Where did you watch it from? Um, I watched it from uh, on site. I drove up on site and I um, was standing in like a um, area that they had set up for um, employees and employees' families. To, oh. Um... Well, that's a good perk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like I said, my launch, I still had a launch shift. It just was 12 hours before the rocket actually took off. So so did you take a nap and then go back? <laughs> I didn't have time for a nap, but I wanted one. I was so tired. <laughs> <laughs> but that that's a lot of adrenaline to get through. <laughs> yeah. I imagine seeing that in person is just intense because that is a machine that shouldn't fly <laughs> just <laughs> it so was big. very intense yeah it was loud um you know rockets in general i mean even like you know the spacex you know falcon 9s are loud mm-hmm. you know but it was really loud <laughs> how do you feel about well i don't know how much you're allowed to talk about because <laughs> we had that run in but with a private space, because I, I heard someone commenting recently um, online about just how they feel like perhaps privatizing, you know, uh, space journeys and, and rockets and stuff. And, and you know, now you, they're working with NASA and getting all this done might be part of getting people excited again 
and making it a priority to go back to the moon. Because, I mean, all the experiments, like, we've been doing experiments in the moon by crashing stuff into it, right? And uh, <laughs> we're <Yeah>. sending a robot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But the people um, thing I... is, is it just nostalgia? Or, and is that being rekindled by, you know, this privatization? Or do you th- feel like there, there's just so much more we can do to get people back there? I think privatization is a good thing you know i mean it's it creates a lot of enthusiasm for you know for space and maybe for stem like you said earlier about like it's important for little kids like that that putting it in people's idea again that they could do such a thing that it's within reach yeah absolutely um yeah i mean i see i i see it as a good thing you know i mean i see that it's got people interested in space, you know, I mean, and that's definitely a a plus side of it. Um, And I mean, sometimes, you know, with the funding that they have and stuff like that, they can do more, you know, than we can do with, you know, with the funding that we get because we have, you know. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, maybe, I've been annoyed maybe, with the government for a really long time for like continually I mean, cutting the NASA program. Like, what are you doing? We be, might need to get off this planet. <laughs> maybe that's going to be one of the like. Maybe that's going to be one of the the things that it jumpstarts. Maybe with all of the privatized, like the the people giving money from there, the government might be like, oh wait, maybe maybe we should help out with that. Maybe it'll be like a cause and effect kind of thing. They're making us look bad. We better step They're up. They're making us look bad. Yeah. <laughs> so weird. Like the capitalism space race because we're not fighting with Russia about it anymore. Exactly. <laughs> what a strange world. <laughs> what a strange world we live in. So yeah. I think it was Ray uh, put this question in in the stuff we sent you to get approved. And I thought this was a really interesting uh, question. It was so like what do the movies get right and what do oh, they no, get that, that wrong? Was, was it you? That was my that was my question. Okay, well like, then the go last, ahead because like, I don't really yeah like the last four questions I think is like just kind of overarching like what do the movies get kind of right and or wrong about working at NASA? Like was Hidden Figures kind of more? how it actually is or I uh, like Apollo 13. What, what is, what is that range? <laughs> they all have, I mean, except for Armageddon, which was actually filmed like, you know, out at Kennedy space center, <laughs> but they all have uh, some basis in reality, you know I mean? And, you know, you've got, um, I think that the thing that they get wrong the most of the time is all the, they put all the yelling and screaming in the, um, launch, um, in the firing rooms when there's a launch going on and it is dead silent in there (laughs) when there is a launch going on. Everybody's very, uh, focused and concentrating hard, um, on what's going on. So you don't see a lot of the yelling and screaming and paper throwing and, Stuff like that, you know, everybody's really focused on what's uh, 
what's going on. And then, um, that makes sense. You know I mean, mean, cause you might have to communicate something immediately. People should not be yelling. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, and they have a um, headset system that they use called OIS. And you, um, if you need to communicate something to somebody else, you have to do it over OIS. You wouldn't scream across the room. Hey, Bob, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> well, yeah, that's, um, that's purely for exposition. That makes sense. <laughs> that would be, that would not be a very good movie to watch. I mean, <laughs> it's definitely cooler to be in the room. Oh, no, it- like if it's, yeah, uh, that kind of sounds like it's stressful. That would be like if it's dead silent and everybody's just staring. It's like that would stress me out. That yeah, yeah. It's it can be extremely stressful in the firing rooms um, when there's a launch going on, and I found that out pretty quickly um, during my launch shifts you know, that I worked before, like when there was a scrub and stuff like that, you know, I mean, people were very, very stressed out. Mm. Do you, is it, well, (laughs) (laughs) there's so many questions I'm worried about, like, I don't want to step on anybody, but like, I, I, you've been there how long now? Five years five years and that's like really exciting so so you've made friends and like are you able to you know console each other like when that happens I mean does have have you got that person in the office that like bakes the cookies and fixes everything like I'm so curious (laughs) about the dynamics of like this many people at this level of, of you know stem professional stem stuff and then you've got setbacks and and like my husband's a a software architect and uh, I've worked in uh, in politics and it seems like any group of like eight people or more you definitely have roles that people fulfill right and if you don't you need to assign them people (laughs) if you don't have those natural (laughs) caregiving people to, to to fix the the morale of the group we definitely have, you know, kind of like the joker of the group, you know, I mean, and we have, you know, the, um, the kind of, I wouldn't say the mom of the group, I would say more <laughs> the, the, you know, she, she kind of looks after everybody and brings in the coffee and brings the, you know, snacks and stuff like that. Um, but I wouldn't call her the mom of the group. And, um, you know, we've got, you know, everybody's got kind of their own little role, you know, that they play. And, um, I mean, there's so many people, it's a big group of people. So, I mean, you, it just depends on, I'm, I'm thinking of like within my immediate seating area, (laughs) (laughs) you know, um, but like, I think that each office you know has its own you know group of people and its own dynamic oh yeah i mean because there's different specializations i mean you're admin right this admin yeah yes this admin so then there's yeah everybody's got their their roles to deal with does that ever get crossed up do they have you cross train on anything so that you can better understand you know what uh you're allocating when i was when I was uh, originally hired, I was hired as a master console operator, and their um, 
so I cross-trained to that position. Um, but that was just, you know, because I started out on that position. Like I could go to, you know, um, another IT position if I wanted to, if I had experience for that position. Um, uh, but I mean, I probably couldn't go to say like, you know, cryogenics or something like that because I, you know, I don't have an engineering degree. So yeah, makes sense. that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> that checks. <laughs> and you said you moved uh, down there originally to be closer to family. Are you from, You did you grow up in Florida? Nope, I'm from Colorado. Okay. But your family's in Florida now. <laughs> my mom is. Yeah, my mom and my sister are. Um, but that was kind of a... My mom moved out here, and then my sister moved out here, and then I just kind of followed them. I could be closer to them. But they were in South Dakota <laughs> for <laughs> 10 years or so, or longer than that even. And I was still in Colorado, and I don't know, it's just... It's been, everybody's moving from place to place to place, so. <laughs> yeah. Well, the way you first talked about it, I thought maybe, because your enthusiasm about, you know, Kennedy Space Center, like, I guess we all know Kennedy Space Center, but if you live close to there, there's more of a connection that I, I was wondering about. My mom lives in Florida now, too. <laughs> oh. Over in, We're in uh, Florida. Tampa Bay. Oh, that's a nice area. It is. I used to, I used to, well, I used to work in, uh, I used to live in Kissimmee. I used to work for oh. Disney uh, mm -hmm. many years ago and I lived in Winter Garden. Much Winter to my Haven. jealousy. <laughs> <laughs> it was a really good company to work for. I will give them a lot of credit for that. They, they I hear care. Disney is a good company to work for. I hear that they, there's a lot of perks for Disney employees with the parks and stuff like that. I was very tempted to like go live in Florida and work for Disney when <laughs> when I was in college, but I ended up doing something else. So that's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, I did it. I uh, <laughs> I met a guy from the back of a newspaper. You know those weird dating things, believe it or not. And he was taking a business trip to Florida, and he took me with him. And I ran into a friend of mine from back in, home in, in Buffalo, New York, who was working at Epcot. And he's like, you want to come down? Stay with me. I was like, okay. So on my way back, I had one of those. Back in the day, they used to, if your uh, plane was overbooked, they'd give you a free flight ticket for somewhere. So I stayed in a hotel and sent the... Uh, jerky date guy on his way and <laughs> I got home and I packed my dad's old Coast Guard duffel and I talked to some friends about packing up my apartment and I got on a plane and I moved to Florida and it took me about four to six months to get into Disney. Um, I worked at Waffle House and stuff but then you know I worked for Disney for a couple of years and uh, before I moved home to because my friend started a theater company and I couldn't pass it up. But Disney was great for things like just being able to go to the park whenever I wanted. And I was really up with the pixie dust. And I wrote a nasty letter to Michael Eisner about them not participating in recycling. And they responded by touring me to the recycling plant and having me meet with like their special green team to about like 
how they meet their goals for it. So that was a cool responsiveness for somebody who was selling popcorn and ice cream who wrote a nasty letter. <laughs> that was really cool. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was pretty neat. I almost ended up in corporate, but I went home and tried to do theater like a lunatic. Um, <laughs> but they, um, yeah, I got hurt one time and they would like pay for me to take a cab to a chiropractor and come back on my shift. Oh, wow. Nice. And when I left, instead of just quitting, I went from full-time to casual worker. And that allowed me to just call up once a year and say, hey, I want to do some shifts. And they would sign me up for a couple of shifts. And I'd go down to Florida and work a couple shifts and have all the free access to the park and discounts and stuff. <laughs> so, Yeah. I, I'm not really sorry cool. I did that. <laughs> Disney is very good at making people want to come back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. I've heard that. So what's I've your, got a what's... lot of friends who... Oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. You have a lot of friends who... Oh, who work for Disney, so... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean... They certainly have their faults owning everything. But I learned a lot, and it served me for the rest of my life. Um, mm -hmm. Anytime I've had to interview for any job, there's been a lot of, like, oh, you worked at Disney? Okay, you're hired. Like, <laughs> oh, wow. I mean, there's kind of not better customer service training, right? Like, they really it's are true. good. Like, people with special needs and just, like, getting down to eye level and language barriers and, and so much stuff you had to deal with even just being out in the park that I, I learned in training and has, has served me. When I go to train other people, oh, I totally steal their methods. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. What else What else would you like to say, Andy? Are you, I mean, you're obviously happy there. Are you going to work at oh, NASA yeah. forever? Do you, are you going to get more Forever education and, and become an engineer <laughs> or a cryogenicist? Or... <laughs> I'll probably stay a sysadmin. Um, I really like my job. I really like my team. I really like my boss. I really like, you know, um, being at NASA just in general. <laughs> um, so I, you know, I probably will stay. I don't know that I'll go back to school. Um, you have like but, an office? Um, I have. I my desk is in firing room three, mm. so it's like up on the up on the dais in firing room three, like right by the window. Ooh. So it's kind of like really cool. That is so uh, cool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of a cool spot to have a desk. I wish I had an office. That would be nice. But I'm glad that I have a desk in firing room three. Hmm. Do, Do you, you use um... pencils? Yeah. <laughs> I use pencils. Um, I have a pencil on my desk. As a matter of fact, I have a pencil and I can't find a pen. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm asking you for a specific uh, reason. You can see our video, right? Yes. Okay. So I have this pencil sharpener that I, like I thought I would send you. <laughs> oh, it's a shuttle. And it's a... Sp <laughs> Pencil sharpener. I got oh, this awesome. from uh, Red Faggle. Uh, Amy and Chuck Robinson brought it as a gift and, that I won at a 
an event I threw in Asheville, North Carolina. And I just, I was like, I know this is for somebody. <laughs> this is like, <laughs> and I've been, I had it since September and I would love to, if you send me your mailing address, I will mail it to you. And like knowing it ended up at NASA will be a win for everyone. <laughs> yes, I'll put it right on my desk. <laughs> well, thank you I'll again. I'll take a picture for you too. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll have to put that on our website. Yes. Well, if anyone has any further questions, I do have contact with Facebook <laughs> friends with Andy. Oh, and Discord now. We've shown her where the Discord is. <laughs> but email me uh, at geekgrills at gmail.com or tweet us. Well, don't tweet us. Uh, <laughs> and and we can pass on other questions you might have for a system administrator at NASA who's been working on the Artemis project. So, Grills, what are you most anticipating coming up? I mean, uh, well, obviously there's a holiday, but obviously there's a holiday coming. It's a, a little a little thing we celebrate <laughs> once once a year. Um, uh, but it's. Christmas is going to be a little hard this year for us because we've lost three people in my family. So, Aww. yeah, it's 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 going to be a little rough. Um, but you know, we'll be we'll be all right. Um, I'm more excited actually about getting a new car. I, we should be going on Friday, the day before Christmas Eve, uh, to get me a new uh, Honda CRV hybrid. So, oh, nice. The first hybrid I've ever owned, and I'm looking forward to A, better gas mileage, and B, having a car that's not 16, 17 years old. Because, <laughs> well, my, my current CRV is a 2008. Um, so she's an old lady. She served me well. <laughs> We're actually. <laughs> Still works, so we're passing her on to a friend of ours who needs a car. Um, so she'll just keep she'll just keep on cool. going. Keep Hondas on go until they fall apart. Hondas go until they, they fall apart. Um, they do. So I will get my new 2022 hybrid CRV. Um, nice. I'm looking forward to that. An, an actual new car. I've never owned it. Well, technically. It will be not new because it will be the last year's model in like two weeks. Oh, whatever. But yeah. <laughs> whatever. First time I've ever had a new a new car. All of my cars up till now have been used. Exciting. It is exciting. <laughs> Congratulations. Mm. Really exciting. What are you looking forward to coming up, Andy? Um, mine's car related too. <laughs> <laughs> I uh. So, um, I, I lost my dog three days before launch and, um, yeah, it was really, really hard. He was 13 and a half. And, um, I think my mom was trying to cheer me up because she got me, um, a, um, got my car detailed for Christmas, um, as, kind of like a, like, I mean, she went really out of her way to, um, to do that. So I'm on Friday, I'm getting my car detailed. Um, you know, since, um, 
you know, that was her Christmas present to me. Mm -hmm. And um, I am really looking forward to that because I have a Subaru Outback. I have a like a 2014 Subaru Outback. And um, it needs to be detailed really bad. (laughs) (laughs) It's been a while, so um since it's you know because i'm i'm kind of a a scatterbrained messy person so so like it definitely needs to be cleaned and so um i am gonna do that (laughs) nice maybe i'll do i'm looking forward to that I'm the one that goes and, like, cleans out everybody's car. <laughs> Although, my eldest son went and did that, like, today. He's like, I'm going to go and get my car washed and clean out the inside. And I was like, oh, one of them's <laughs> taken after me. <laughs> so, I'm looking forward to my 23rd wedding anniversary. Um, yay! Yay! <laughs> that'll be Wednesday. And my eldest son, with his new wife, is actually coming to visit. And we're going to, I'm going to conscript him to help me make uh the pies that i have commissions for, <laughs> for christmas but hi you know. son how to nice to see you put this apron on <laughs> <laughs> which is fine i mean he tried to make one for his wife's family's thanksgiving and it didn't turn out the way he wanted and it, it really broke his heart like he was trying to bring his tradition there so i'm gonna oh. show him how to do it upright and i'm also uh making a standing rib roast so he'll definitely Ooh. get the the good end of that deal with a, a nice homemade meal that he didn't have to cook <laughs> um and i don't know what else did i say anything else nope christmas i guess um I'm, I'm curious what my husband bought me i just was disallowed to order anything until after Christmas. So, I, I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. He drove to Hickory and came back and he's all set. Um, secrets. Secrets. <laughs> secrets. Uh, remember, folks, you can always watch us record live at twitch.tv slash geekgrills. We are on most Monday evenings. Our next show will be... On December 26th, the day after Christmas, at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, we're going to do our gaming stream, uh, and we're playing Human Fall Flat. So there's another... Drop us an email or find us in Discord, because I understand we could have up to eight players. So if you want to join us, maybe you're a patron, give us a ring. Yes, also, the last time I played this game, I almost, like, keeled over. I was laughing so hard. I was laughing and so hard I was crying as I'm cursing out the keyboard because of the controls are ragdoll controls. <laughs> this is going to oh, be no. awful and excellent. <laughs> yeah, I actually just bought it today. Flat? Human fall flat. You are a ragdoll trying to get through obstacles. That's the whole game. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I bought it today. I was looking at a preview. I'm like, oh no. This is going to be <laughs> ridiculous. We should definitely drink for this. Yes. Because <laughs> it's going to look like we are anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <Oy>. <laughs> 
In addition to the subs and bits we get on Twitch, we are supported by our amazing patrons, the greatest grill friends on the internet. You can become a patron today at patreon.com slash grills. And don't forget, if you have Amazon Prime, you can sub to us for free on Twitch every month. Give us those Bezos bucks. Mm-hmm. Another way to show your support is by leaving us a review. You can do so on any of your podcast catchers. You can check out what topics we're going to do in the next month on our schedule schedule below on our Twitch page. If you're a patron, you can always suggest a topic for us. We'll do it. So give us your ideas. And where can we find you on the interweb? You can find me on Instagram under the name madcap underscore misc. That's M-I-S-C. I promise I'll start posting more again. I've I Work has tried to eat me. I'm sorry. <laughs> you can also check out my website at madcapm.com. You can find Ray on Instagram under Dappled Dame. You can find all of my shows at 9of12.com. That's N-I-N-E-O-F 12.com. And Andy doesn't internet a whole lot, but what is, you know, what do you want to say to everyone out there about your job and your passion and your life? Um, I know, I'm sorry I put you on the spot, but Andy, you are an inspiration. To women in STEM, and I am glad to hear yeah. of you succeeding in this spectacular way. Yeah, go out there and you know apply for the jobs that you, um, you know that you want your dream jobs because you never know, you know, whether or not you can get them or not. You know, you can do it. And be <laughs> enthusiastic. Yes. Be enthusiastic, because they apparently they respond to that. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> yeah, even my dog, apparently. Well, thanks for listening, everyone, today. And GG, good game. Good game. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>